0: So many tour dates in April, listener. My weekly show every Sunday in New York City, Sacramento, Nashville, Atlanta. Then in May, I'm coming to L.A. We just added that date uh, for the Netflix Comedy Festival, which is super cool. I'm very excited about that. And then on to Indiana, back to Bloomington, and then Denver. And then there's more. It never ends. AshleyGavin.com. You can sign up for an alert for your city because this is not the complete list. And if you want to support Kate, Kate has a big show coming up at Gotham Comedy Club in New York City this coming Thursday, April 7th at 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Gotham Comedy Club. Go support Kate. Do it. And then Patreon.com for those bonus episodes. Support me, Alex, and Kate. The whole shebang. Then today on the podcast, we have Shan Boudram. She is fantastic. She is an intimacy educator. She knows all about sex pleasure, dating, relationships, just truly so much fun on the episode. We get a lot into how to pleasure yourself and some tips and tricks for dating and relationships. She's really, truly a pleasure to have on. And make sure to check out her podcast called Lovers and Friends, available anywhere you listen, including wherever you're listening right now. It's a fun one, listener. If you're picking up that I'm a little loopy, you are correct. But I hope you have a great week
1: A good lover is open, they are free, they are inventive, and they evolve. I think queer people and straight women pride themselves on, like, I've listened to other people, I talk to my friends, like, I have a podcast about it, like, I'm gaining experiences so I can be better in bed, I can be more curious. And so I was reflecting on this, too, because there was, like, this conversation that these straight guys were having about, like, you want to partner with limited experience because then when you try something, they respond, like, wow, I've never had that before. And I'm like, yeah, that's because you only have fucking three moves. (laughs) (laughs)
2: hello kate hello ashley how are you i'm all right i got the i got the thumbs up from the butt doctor well actually i didn't get the thumbs up he never well (laughs) he never (laughs) gave you a thumb up (laughs) he never gave me a thumb up but he said uh nothing's wrong with your butthole but lose some weight I guess I was just bleeding out of the ass for two weeks because I'm fat. Because you're fat. <laughs> did you have, have a hemorrhoid? So, so th- they did a colonoscopy to check and he was like, no, no, just uh, looks good. And I think that's white.
0: almost more terrifying that you go to the doctor. You're like, I'm bleeding out of my asshole. And he's like, well, everything's fine. You fat fuck. It is. It's terrifying. It's like
2: I something has to be wrong. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Sh- Shan, you've never met us. Do you <laughs> want to tell us about your butthole? <laughs> yeah. I
1: mean, I literally have had um, I gave birth a year and a- some change ago and I've had a hemorrhoid ever since. So yeah. I just stopped bleeding while pooping is a normal part of life. And <laughs> yes. so now you've inspired me to get medical care. So, well, thank it was you.
2: <laughs> it can be it was a normal part of my life. But the amount of blood was of concern.
1: Okay, so that's okay. why I went and got. It wasn't blast. a spot; it was a
2: splash. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. A poet, <laughs> a
0: poet, Jan. <laughs> um, well, we're in the apartment. We might be bleeding out of our assholes, and we're having gay sex. Having gay sex with a great guest today, and an expert that you might know. Big Instagram following us. Can I call you a sexpert? Is that a good way to I like it? Yeah, a, a sexpert. We have Shan Boudram. Did I get that right? It's you, you did it. Yes, you did it. It
1: was very, very close. It's an am rather than an um, but it's very close. Boudram.
0: Boudram, I just put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Exactly. Right. I'm being picky here. I am being a picky bitch. No, don't, no, no, Names are so important. <laughs> yes, and they I are. get them all wrong. And, and <laughs> it is it is almost the only thing that I have to get right. Well, you so guys have
1: thing- names that I'm sure for I mean, your first names, right, your entire life, no one's ever gotten them wrong or asked you to pronounce them again because no. it's like,
0: I mean, I the only time that anyone ever had t- trouble with my name, I this is so. I'm going to just sound so annoying. (laughs) I was studying. I was studying abroad in Hong Kong and they don't have the, they don't have, ash is not a sound into the L, like the schl. like that's not a common sound. But that's really every, every other time people just. Well, what was their pronunciation? What did they
1: say that if they couldn't do the ash? I'm not going
0: to. What this feels like a trap, Shan? You okay. just got here.
1: I don't know if you were just Lee. That's what I'm curious about. <laughs> no, no,
0: I wasn't just Lee. I mean, I had a Mandarin name. Oh, okay. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna embarrass myself. My Mandarin is so rusty, <laughs> but. I I feel like I've been led into a trap immediately. The whole thing, Shan. The whole thing is that I am constantly trying to avoid getting canceled. That's why we have Kate here. They're the, they're the cancel coach. So you well, going out Kate, there? You should don't... say it. <laughs> you should whisper in Kate's ear. Yeah, let me let me do that impression into Kate's ear, and you can tell me I whether don't, or not I don't... I'll get kicked off the air. The Mandarin name or the impression of? Ashley. I'm doing
2: neither of those things. The, they will both get me well, canceled. I think was, I'd like to hear the Mandarin, Mandarin name. name. Like an, okay. a version of Ashley Or did it mean something yeah,
0: You know it it's not a good it, You know there are In my high school Chinese teacher Gave it to me oh. And when I went to college My college professor was like That's an ugly ass Mandarin name <laughs> like no like your high school teacher hated you yeah like no one and she was chinese my high school teacher she wasn't just a white person who spoke chinese it wasn't a mistake it was not a mistake intentional it was totally intentional (laughs) and it was just so when i got to school
2: i wanted to keep it because i had been using that name
0: for a couple years
2: anyway so i had a bizarre experience like that in when we took a spanish class in school everyone would get a spanish name or whatever and my brother was not allowed to use his middle name despite the fact that that's why he has the middle name that he has because it's a spanish name what's the name geronimo okay they thought he was i don't know joking or like (laughs) uh, they were just like no you can't go by geronimo and he was like okay like that's fucked up and then i wasn't allowed to go by the like Spanish version of Catherine that my grandfather always like was had a pet name for me where he would say Catherine in Spanish and I wasn't allowed to use it because there uh, there was already a different Catherine in the class who got it. So well, like what's neither of us got Spanish. it. I have
1: so many questions. First of all, why do you need a different name depending on what language you're speaking?
2: that's a good question i think it's huh. to me it's such an american thing of like oh we need a different name but again it was that's a spanish true. why do it we was do a spanish that? person who was yeah. teaching the class and she was like uh we'll have spanish names
0: But also, aren't there multiple people with different names in different countries that have uh, that have the same name of people? Did you did you study a foreign language? Shannon? I did.
1: I went to school in Canada for we did French and there was never a need to be like Shannon or some (laughs) other version of that. So I need to hear what your Spanish name is and what your Mandarin name is.
0: Okay. all right. My Mandarin name and the pronunciation on this is not good. Mm -hmm. All right. Oh my god! I haven't said it in years. Gao shwe li, and it's gau like tall, tall. Oh. That that meaning of that word, and then shwe, uh, which the pronunciation is so bad on that. It's shashua, like um falling snow, and I don't remember the li. I don't remember what li meant,
2: and does, I'm embarrassed. It does kind of sound like Ashley. Yes, it's a, so what it does what, sound like Ashley. Yeah, is it, yeah. Is that's the translation
1: they, tall and white? <laughs>
0: i love that now we know why my chinese teacher named me that tall white bitch is probably what it means are you tall i'm five foot eight thank you very much you are tall yeah there's a running gag of whether or not i'm tall on this podcast exactly how i am well you're right in the swing of it things we have swing whoa
2: Swing of things, shan Let's get to introductions, right? Yes. Oh, wait. Can we also get the Spanish? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my grandfather would just kind of like as a pet name, he would be like Carolina, and he would always say that when he saw me. Mm-hmm. um I guess he still does, but um and they wouldn't <laughs> let me do that because somebody else took the name, so I had so to go to like, Isabel, which is just a Spanish version of my middle name which nobody ever Isabel? called me no it's elizabeth and so i don't know oh, oh. Is, like the closest i see thing to it i guess i don't know yeah <laughs> it just got assigned to me and i was like whatever dude
0: well the education system is failing us in many ways <laughs> yeah your, your brother couldn't
1: be who he was Neither could i you. know <laughs> right
0: <laughs> that's one of those situations where it's like white people trying to be sensitive to an issue to the point where they like make it uh, they make it racist <laughs> 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 They're like trying their best, but they're just causing problems in the, in the process. Now, when my Chinese teacher named me tall white bitch, I took it on the chin because that is allyship. <laughs> um, well, Shan, tell people a little about yourself because we very rarely have experts. The thing we always joke about on the show is that we don't know what we're talking about and no one should listen to us. But you you seem to have like credentials and shit
1: (laughs) yes well i talk about sex for a living which essentially um just means that i have the benefit of practice and i have the benefit of hearing from a lot of people and i have the benefit obviously of of books and stuff like that and papers but um i think everybody deserves to be an expert in their own right they should not be one of those areas that people feel intimidated I, i hate that about intimacy that everyone's like i'm not an expert but like I know mm-hmm. if I go to your house and you make bomb spaghetti, I don't think that you work at a restaurant too. I just think that you're a good <laughs> cook and like, you know what you're doing <laughs> in the kitchen. And like, it's okay yeah. to own that. So yeah. um, I want to hear where people who are like, no, I talk about sex once a week. I think I know what I'm talking about. And I have perspectives and advantages and I've got knowledge. So like, that's worth, you know, standing behind. So I think that we're all just feeling like, I don't know. And I think that lends itself in some ways to us feeling less entitled in sex to ask for what we want because we ourselves feel like we're not supposed to say it. Um, So you're experts to me, but I.
0: um... Oh, that's really
1: very sweet.
0: Mm -hmm. I also think it's very empowering to be like experts don't always know. And part of like being an expert is saying like, oh, I don't really know the answer to that question. Here's how we can look it up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Questions.
1: I've been in this space for 15 years and I don't know a lot of shit. I guarantee today there'll be 18 things that you're going to bring up. (laughs) <laughs> and then it always is interesting because if I go underneath the label of an expert and somebody uses a short form or a slang, I don't know. And I'm like, oh, what's that? It's like, you don't know what that is. Like, no, bitch, I don't. I'm learning every day like everybody else. So uh, <laughs> I have an educational background in psychology, in sexology, and in journalism. I'm a public-facing sex and relationship educator, certified sexologist. And um, yeah, that's, that's
0: pretty much it. Well, I'm really glad that you took, I'm glad we connected. I think I had seen your profile on Instagram a bunch of times. And there's just like a group of people where I'm like, oh, I won't be able to get, (laughs) I don't even try because I'm like, oh, this person's like so much bigger than I am. I'm not going to, it's not going to happen. And then when those people pop up later, I'm always very grateful. I'm like, oh, maybe I should have, maybe I should have slid in. Um, That's how
1: life works. I love that about life sometimes, right? Because that happens to me literally all the time in my life. I think I was thinking about that this weekend that, it's just a human condition to act like you're better than somebody. And no matter where you are or in what room, you're not qualified to do something or you're treated like less or other mm-hmm. people are treated better. But I mean, yeah, you just wait your time and things come around when they're supposed to.
0: Well, I'm I'm glad that you're here. Let's do intros. Shall we? Let's do it. I'm a little rusty. We haven't recorded in a week because <laughs> I, I went to the, I went on tour last week in Phoenix. Oh yeah. And I'm going to Florida and Sacramento and Nashville and Denver and San Francisco and a bunch of please, just for the love of fucking God, hear this sentence and go to my website, you piece of shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, I went to the Grand Canyon last week and it was beautiful. Yes. Yeah, was it, it was- chilly when you went or was it lovely? It was like this weird thing. I, I'm born and raised in New York, so I have never experienced desert weather. Uh. It's warm in the sun and cold in the shade yeah. and it really matters where you stand. In New York, it's just just disgusting it's (laughs) no matter what no matter where you stand it was beautiful um but anyway i am ashley gavin i'm a cis gay white woman she her pronouns back (laughs) in action butthole intact question mark (laughs) the cancel coach to keep me from getting canceled this cleaning jerk (laughs) is
2: getting off
0: I don't know, <laughs> jerking off.
2: I, clean, I like it. do a clean and jerking off. Yeah, I like it. It's Kate Sis. Hey, everybody, it's me, Kate Sis, the cancel coach, the fat in the chat. Uh, I'm a white bisexual lesbian dyke. I, uh, my pronouns are she, he, and they. My gender of the week. I do. I, you know, I have so many great listener suggestions lined up, but I have to say, I got in the elevator with a man who clearly had a brand new button-down shirt and a brand new like broom and dustpan mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like wow he's having her over the- for the first time tonight <laughs> I mean, the first time he's cleaning his apartment <laughs> good for him
0: that's a great gender i love that as yeah, a gender so that's my gender i today. love clean i gl- you, you're scrubbing the tub that's love <laughs> i know i'm into a girl when i am scrubbing the tub that is hilarious does that mean you guys are not naturally clean people <laughs> you're
1: clean you're clean on occasion
0: i keep i keep tidy i could clean my back that's me too
1: more. i'm tidy yeah that's me yeah i'm tidy i'm not clean
2: um. I, weirdly i think i might be the opposite clean and not tidy like the thi- mm. yeah like the well now that we have a dog it's more difficult um but with his hair but i feel like the surfaces and and floors are like clean but my shit is everywhere (laughs) like clothes do you guys do you guys live together magazines and whatever no no no, no. this is my
0: apartment
1: (laughs) this is the perfect living together couple just so you know you need the person (laughs)
2: babe (laughs) Babe,
0: don't worry I'll tidy up <laughs> You get on your knees in that bathtub babe yeah. <laughs> You want to know
2: why your butt's bleeding <laughs> Oh no I'm the sorry that was is, too much I, that feel was... Like, I feel like Chelsea is also clean but not tidy Like well she, she'll she go on like a rampage And just like clean and tidy all at once But she's like like Our bathroom will be so clean She'll like clean the sink and the toilet and the tub And then she will literally just every time It's the end of the day She will take off all her clothes and leave them on the bathroom floor <laughs>
0: I'm like, she's until there's making a pile of laundry she's just making the on big the floor. Floor. she's
2: got the degree you know right i you can't, can't say anything for- <laughs> shit on the
0: floor um and shan do you mind introducing yourself in some't yes,
1: be as fun though I've, i you know what I literally get better at this because now this is the new thing with podcasting everybody comes like the big dick bad bitch <laughs> did it and see Look, I can't even impersonate somebody doing this. This is how terrible I am with these introductions.
0: (laughs) I know I was just about to say what an incredibly inclusive the big dick (laughs) bad bitch. Yeah, the I think the last
1: person who I like had, they had like 50 different. What's like the thing, the monocures, the different names? Uh, Yeah, you guys got international (laughs) names. (laughs) (laughs) International (laughs) names.
2: Yeah, tall white bitch, tall white bitch.
1: (laughs) So I'm just Shan Boudram. I'm a cis-heterosexual woman, she, her, also 5'8". Are
0: you 5'8"?
1: <laughs> I am, yeah, yeah.
0: I don't want to cross a line, but that's ideal for 69ing. <laughs> oh my God. That's good. That's actually, I never thought about that. I'm not a big 69 fan. I'm a, I'm a fan. You know what
1: it is? Because I'm the kind of person that if I am receiving pleasure, I need to focus. So, I'm mm-hmm. like to multitask during that time, unless I'm playing with my own tits. Like, it's got to be like, I am 80 <laughs> in what's happening. I'm not like doing something completely separate. So, yeah. I do not ever like 69.
0: It's hard for me to get off, but yeah, it turns me on. So, like, when we move into something else, I've enjoyed the process from the 60. Yes. It's like a
1: foreplay thing. It's not like, yes. let's just, we'll get it started, but then turn around. Get on your knees and focus.
2: I also think it can be a post-play thing. Like you both come and then you just very softly sixty-nine. We (laughs) don't do. We don't do it. But also from a
1: technical (laughs) standpoint, right? The clitoral hood is over top, right? So if the person's sixty-nine, they're licking down on the hood almost. Versus if they're the other position, they're licking up and they're flicking, so they're getting more of the actual gland of the clitoris, right?
2: That's well, true. unless you
1: have a very sensitive clitoris and then, then maybe it's <laughs> ideal for you, but I like, I, like I, need, I need the direct flick on the beam.
0: <laughs> direct, we've got a direct hit on the beam. Direct hit,
1: yeah. <laughs> direct hit. There's actually this website that I love. It's called OMGs. And it has 12 different ways. Yes,
0: I've heard about this website. People love this website.
1: Well, tell me what you've heard. I well, also love I've it. I've seen
0: it once, but basically it allows you to practice your technique on a, th- on a three-dimensional vulva. Am I correct?
1: That's correct. And then they also have videos of people. So there's 12 different techniques, basically, that it's mostly like for clitoral stimulation. So I'm curious what your guys' technique is. So well, I'll rhyme off a few. There's there's orbiting, which means you don't like direct You like around. Mm-hmm. Then they have um, rhythm. It's like down, 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 circle, down, 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 circle. Then there's a tapping technique. So you're just like almost tapping around the area. Then tapping the actual clear people don't itself. do
0: enough of the tap. <laughs> I I people make fun of me for this one. But the tap is actually great to sneak in there every now and then. I love sneaking in a tap i didn't know if you were shocked by the tap i didn't realize that you were a tapper this was this hit for you i i enjoy i enjoy being tapped (laughs) as we all do and i enjoy tapping this has whole new meaning to tap that tap that ass yeah (laughs) exactly see i don't think i would
1: like a tap i don't mean neither. But that's why that's why you need the, the names that you realize, because people like yeah. people know what they like. And then, like, I remember when I first got together with my husband, the way that he was eating me out, I was like, oh, I know exactly how your ex-girlfriend liked oral sex. Yes. Yeah. Not my <laughs> shit, but I was like, I get what's happening here. Um, so it's important to ask. That's why you just don't know. You're like, oh, like you're a tapper. And then some people are hunchers. Like they're they're more like they like to hump it's So it's the friction versus like an actual stimulation. I also I am... enjoy
0: humping. I, I think I like, I like humping.
1: I, I don't like humping. Yeah. I need consistent, direct clitoral stimulation. And if you <laughs> switch it up, you better be prepared for another 45
0: minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny how, how many, like even as a as a woman who's like gone down on so many women, it's so funny how I when I'm going down on a girl who clearly likes like a certain rhythm, how I have to, in my head, Be like, don't fuck this up. Do not (laughs) go faster. Do not. I know what you want to do, but just keep doing this exactly. Don't fuck this up. You're there. The
2: worst is when you, like, finally click in to, like, whatever's working, but you're not in a comfortable like you're like on one arm or something and you're like oh fuck like i don't know if i have the stamina to make it through yeah (laughs) but i know that if i move we have to start over and then i'll really be tired that's how (laughs)
0: that's how i fucked up my jaw (laughs) i've never been the same (laughs) i wish i were joking but i it's a click now and like oh boy anyway you know what i often had a fear of as a kid that i would be put on a
1: treadmill For a time that I didn't know. (gasps) And if I stopped running before the treadmill ran out, I would die. And then you'd be afraid that you would stop running just before you, like you could have stopped naturally. What happened to you? I don't know but this is a common thought of mine so when you just said that an example of like yes like you're you're you could have been two seconds away from finishing
0: somebody off but then you decided to move and now you're dead
2: (laughs) and (laughs) that that is terrifying that for any
0: straight listeners we do hold people at gunpoint when we have lesbian (laughs) sex (laughs) that's a part of it so High stakes. I
2: feel like that treadmill thing could be in like a Saw movie. I know or it really does think, sound like yes, something yes. from a
0: nightmare that you had as a child. I'm like it probably was saw inspired.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: I have a gay sex story. I, I kind of want to go through all the different things, but we'll we'll get back to it. I, I, I'm i going to mine's like kind of a quickie. OK, <laughs> I'm going to LOL. I'm going to share. I'm going it's a finger blast from the past to nice. use your term, Kate. And I'm going back to college to the first time that I ever orgasmed, oh, which I've never shared on this was show. Was in college. Was in college. Yeah. Even even by yourself. Yeah, by myself. Oh. I yeah. know. I, I know. I seem like I would have came as a toddler. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that I have that.
2: I just mean you started your your sexual life with other girls started so early. Yes. That I guess I assumed
0: I had sex for the first time when I was fifteen. What I consider to be sex because we have that whole virginity. I don't know if you talk about this in your work at all, but like, when, what is virginity really? Because I've never had sex with a man, you know? And I like to think of it as like a like a spectrum of there's such a huge difference between the first time I had sex at fifteen and then the sex that I had in college and then the sex that I had as, as an adult. I almost feel like I wasn't really not a virgin until I was an adult, you know what I mean? And like mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, the first time I orgasmed, I was in college, and uh, look. This might be unethical.
2: So unethical. <sighs> you know when you have a roommate and oh, no, <laughs> this is literally my worst night. This is my fucking treadmill. That somebody's in the room jacking <laughs> off near me, and I and if I and if I move, I'll find out that they are indeed no no. <laughs> so in
0: my defense, in my defense, my roommate. She ate my last piece of birthday cake from from my mom oh, oh out of my the fridge. God. Okay, and you said I'm
2: going to get back at this bitch. <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> no, I love. I like. Look, it was at night. It was at night. Oh my god, she was asleep. I know because the breathing. Oh my god! Look, I never did this. I was 18 years old. I might have been 17 years old. <laughs> I'm not proud of this. I'm not proud of this. <laughs> It it happens to everyone. It happens to everyone. And I never did it again because I just thought I was diddling. I didn't realize. I didn't realize that I was. You know what I mean? There's like before you come in. You I'm in trouble. it just the worst word I've
2: you <laughs> said
0: diddling. I did. I said diddling because that's the only word that
2: applies. Oh, my God. This is literally my nightmare. Okay.
0: Remember when you didn't come before and you just touched it and you were like, oh, that's nice. And that's all it was. That's what I thought I was doing. I wasn't jerking off. I wasn't. Well, I was this time, but I didn't know. Shan's like, no comment.
1: Is no, this- I'm fascinated to see the story end. Did you be very loud? <laughs> what What happened? I will
2: say that when I was a kid, I, you know, I do re- you know just- there's the term jerking off and jacking off. Yeah. First of all, when I was really a kid, I thought it was only something that boys did. And I thought that jerking off was when you rubbed your dick and nothing came out. And jacking off was when you jerked your dick off and ejaculation came
0: out. That's (laughs) hilarious.
2: That, in my mind, that was the difference between jerking off and jacking off. Well, that's the difference between
1: diddling and masturbating, right? (laughs) Is that what you're... (laughs)
0: Apparently. (laughs) That was awesome. Um, Yes. I just thought, look... Listener, I know, I know. I was a kid. It was so stupid. I regret I'm regretful of this situation.
2: Should I not be saying this? Am I going to get in trouble? I don't know. I think this happens at college all the time, but it's my nightmare.
1: No, I don't think so at all. It sounds to me, in summary, you masturbated in front of your roommate who had (laughs) just eaten a very precious piece of food of yours. (laughs) But they were asleep, and you were well aware of that because of their breathing patterns.
2: I know this is something that happens this at happens, college. This
0: happens if to everybody, any- <laughs> and I'm not condoning it. But I did do it, and I re- regret it. And after this event, I didn't do it again because it's it so- felt
1: so. But why did it go wrong?
0: No, I think what look, I was kn- I was sh- diddling. And for the first time ever, I felt the cum approaching and I was like, oh, this feels like there's an end in sight. You know what I mean? Before we were lost in the forest, (laughs) we never really went anywhere. We were walking in circles, no pun intended. (laughs) We were orbiting. We didn't know what was going on. (laughs) And I don't know what I did differently, Mm -hmm. but I think I must have naturally found my oh my God, yes thing. And I realized I was going to I was going to (laughs) come and I was like, I'm not going to stop now. (laughs) This is my first orgasm. (laughs) And frankly, this girl sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. She talks on the phone at five in the morning right outside (sighs) the door. She lets the laundry pile up to like unthinkably high levels, like two feet, three feet tall. You know, it just looks like she was not a considerate roommate. Mm. And I I I know that. Look, (laughs) again, no matter how inconsiderate a roommate is, you shouldn't masturbate in front of anybody (laughs) ever.
1: But I guess it's like, what choice did you have? You shared a room. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I mean, yeah. I'm not
1: giving expert advice out because I I don't want to cross any lines here about you know laws <laughs> that are in place. But yeah, I masturbated plenty of times in yeah. front of not in front of, but no,
0: you would never parallel
1: pa- my college par- roommate.
0: Right. Well, she wasn't standing above
2: me; she was asleep. <laughs> but she was and on I was the other blanket. side. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, and more importantly, you weren't standing above her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there was no direct (laughs) hit
0: you took the cake (laughs) (laughs) well anyway i i came and i remember thinking like just just in case she's awake in case she's awake you don't want to disturb her but in case she's awake like regulate your breathing so you know how you like regulate your breathing to yeah and that that Look, this isn't a great story, but this was an honest story and I may or may not go to jail. It was a great story. And I would like to remind to people that this is an art form. So anything that <laughs> happens on this podcast is alleged and cannot be proven. And it's a, my First Amendment right as an American oh my God. To, to to diddle. To diddle. and
1: <laughs> And I'm proud. I'm proud of you. Do you think that roommates should have like a consensual <laughs> conversation in the start of their relationship that like we're sharing a space? Yeah. I'm going to masturbate when I think you're asleep.
2: I think Me a lot too. of boys do have that conversation. I think
1: they do. That's what I was saying. I was trying to think about like in reverse. My People with penises, like I've heard so many stories of men having like joint jack off sessions. Yes. Yeah. Like that's really? what happens because was- they get together and they watch porn. And then what do you what are you watching porn for? Other than like, <laughs> and now I'm going to pleasure myself. Right. Parallel to you, Parallel. not making eye contact. There's no there's no relationship. But we're both just experiencing. No, that this. would be gay. There
2: was there was a set of roommates. I can't even remember who they were, which is for the best. But they had the the conversation. uh They were guys and they had the conversation and the conversation was if the one guy had his noise canceling headphones on, the other guy was allowed to jack off. I think that's great. Which led to not nighttime situations where the kid would just be like writing an essay on his computer (laughs) and the other kid would be in the other corner just being like, he's got his headphones on. (laughs) (laughs) Just like a midday (laughs) nut.
0: (laughs) I think actually it would be such a hard conversation to start. But I do think it would be healthier if people with vulvas, you know, who are traditionally women who've been told not to talk about their sexuality. I think there's a code that if you know the other person is asleep, like I do think most people have diddled in that situation. Oh my God,
2: you're, you're giving me nightmares. Kate, it's, you've probably been in the room.
0: <sighs> I do think that if the person wakes up. You have to,
2: of course, (laughs) immediately stop diddling. Well, also, there's the insane situation of people who would bring people home and have full-blown sex while the other person was in the room. So that actually blows my mind. She actually did that to me. (gasps) But Okay, so you're even. (laughs) (laughs) No, because she still took the cake. So uh, (laughs) you got to track this girl down and and diddle while she's sleeping again.
0: But no, no, no. (laughs) And to be clear, listener, I didn't revenge diddle over my cake. (laughs) There was you, no intention. just providing behind. context.
2: Yes, just <laughs> providing context. I don't know. It seems like there was a specific set of circumstances. No, that I think that's why she was orchestra. stressed out,
0: <laughs> and why you needed to. Oh my god! All right. Well, I apologies to everybody again. I was so young. I regret telling this story. Wait. So could you could you replicate? I did, and then I I when you know in the future have been able to come ever since and so. with other people and with other people nice yeah so taught my girlfriend how to touch me like that at the time when i a couple months later when i met her was good nice anyway that's my gay sex <laughs> from this week that could lead to getting arrested <laughs> You're not going to get arrested <laughs> Listener, don't forget to support the Patreon, patreon.com slash WHGS. That's how we pay Alex. He is a full-time employee of the podcast. We could not pay him on ads alone. That's how we pay Kate. And, of course, me also. This is full-time work, so please consider going and donating. And in return for those donations, you get bonus episodes, you get comped tickets when I'm in your city Um, You get extended, unfiltered, uncut episodes, um, weekly access to my Zoom stream of my show in New York, and lots of other stuff. Patreon.com slash WHGS. Listener, do not miss me when I'm in your city. I know you miss my TikToks and my Instagram posts, and sometimes you skip podcast episodes. I'm only in town once a year, so let me text you once a year when I'm in town. Or I can email you ashleygavin.com. There's going to be 25 cities on this tour. Don't miss your city. And if you want to support Kate, Kate has a big show coming up at Gotham Comedy Club in New York City this coming Thursday, April 7th at 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Gotham Comedy Club. Go support Kate. Do it. What's up, everyone? It's Tana Mojo, and we're still canceled. Our podcast, Canceled with Tana Mojo, is back, and my favorite clean girl, Brooke Schofield, is by my side. We've grown up ever so slightly since our last episodes, and we're so excited to dive back into what's going on in our personal lives, gossip about pop culture, talk about lessons we continue to learn, and bridges we continue to burn. It's going to be wild, hilarious, and probably a little bit messy. So pause whatever show you're listening to right now and go follow Canceled with Tana Mojo on Apple Podcasts, podcast spotify or wherever you like to get your podcast so you don't miss out on your weekly dose of chaos as we laugh at each other laugh at our own lives and maybe even give you a little advice along
2: the way woohoo
0: Shan, did you have gay sex this week?
1: <laughs> well, I'm pregnant, so I don't have really any sex at all, which is, you know, it's been a fascination. for me. It's my second time around, so last time yeah. around, I also had no sex drive, so I'm, like, very familiar. I will say, though, I joined a gym, and as a result, it's my first time seeing so many live boobs In such succession. Yes. So it's really phenomenal. And also, the gym, it's all age ranges, right? So then it's nice. Sometimes, too, you look at the boobs before you see the face, and then you're surprised like that person's older than I thought that they would be.
2: (laughs) I love that.
0: I always see the boobs before I see the face. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just
2: (laughs) I love the expression live boobs, live boobs. Yeah, (laughs) it's a very
0: big difference because when you see them on
1: TV, they're pretty much all like somewhat similar. But live boobs are so unique and so different and diverse. And they're pretty phenomenal. It's a really beautiful body part. You know, like some people talk about, like the vulva is lovely, but boobs are really fucking beautiful.
0: Oh, yeah, they're 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 perfect in every way. And I, I think I everyone's kind
1: of got their thing. Like some people are really into assholes. I'm not like <laughs> you know like they really like the look of assholes. <laughs> I think I like the look of boobs. I
2: like the look of boobs as well. I th- well I think they're they're also I also respect the breast <laughs> for its for for its function as well. Like it's astonishing to me that it you can make milk in there and it comes. Out. Oh yeah, it is
0: really crazy. Wait, okay, so I have some like se- uh, pregnancy sex questions. If you're If you're down for that, because you were saying your sex drive is lower. I've always wondered like what when you're pregnant, you know, your partner is going to be turned on every now and then. Are there rules? I'm going to sound so dumb, dude. Like, are there (laughs) rules about like because I've heard if you orgasm, it can like stimulate labor. Yes.
1: Only at 37 weeks and on, though. Okay, So So, like really, it's it's only when you're full term. It's not going to do anything in like 12 weeks unless your doctor like if you've had bleeding or other complications or like cramping, you should tell your doctor, like I went through a period of time last pregnancy where she was like, don't have sex and don't work out. And I was like, oh. both of those things are on the bottom of my to-do list anyway. So <laughs> um, and so that, but for everybody else, yeah, only 37 weeks, it's the only time because the cervix is already a little bit like looser and more relaxed and more primed. And so that's when like the agents of semen can help.
0: Oh, oh, it's the semen. It's not the orgasm. It's the no, semen. it's the semen. Yes, oh, yeah. That's so upsetting to me.
2: <laughs> Why? Well, because it's I don't. Of, want- it is a
1: mix of both. Because it is the oxytocin, <laughs> which like triggers the cramping, but then there's something specific in semen as well too. I did like I, I can't remember it. I should like look it up right now. So I'm like technically at sound <laughs> on this, but um, it's a mix of the two.
2: Yeah, that's cool. Oh, that's really neat. I- Things are crazy, dude. When my when my mom was pregnant with my brother, she was like kind of overdue and she went in to be induced but they were too full of people giving birth so they were like why don't you go to a restaurant get a spicy sausage and a yeah. glass of red wine and yes. she did And wow. then went back and it was go time really so like, yeah i think they still had to like technically do the inducing part but it had like it had she, like she didn't break water at the restaurant but it was like yeah and going
1: is it the story of how you were born
2: that's my brother <laughs> um shan did you say at the beginning
0: i'm not sure that i because we were the zoom delay did you say that you're what's your sexuality i'm straight okay cis and straight well okay cool i'm curious if there's a gay sex story that comes to mind or like an (laughs) experimentation story or something that your your listeners write into you a lot about
1: like a specific one that I get from people. I mean, I think I just, yeah, I I wouldn't know how to answer that specifically. I I think we're kind of past the phase of like, I had a, I made out with my friend. What does this mean? I did this. I will say actually in terms of gay sex, but this episode, my podcast coming out, lovers and friends this week is, um, why straight men are so boring in bed. And we're really just exploring as to like, because more women and people who identify as queer in general just feel more freedom to invent themselves sexually that they have sexual experience and desires that like kind of are unpredictable and run a gamut whereas because straight men still feel the fear of being referred to as a woman or as right. gay so much they're so limited in what it is they're able to do so i think like i feel pretty grateful to be part of the generation where i like don't and because my audience is not predominantly men either so I don't get a lot of people who are like, you'll never guess what just happened. What <laughs> does this mean? Just like it's a fact of life. It's a detail of their sexuality, like a detail, like a fun detail.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I think I, I always I, I've been trying to write this joke where I'm like necessity is the mother of invention. You <laughs> said the word invent. And I do think like less like like queer people's sex. You have more opportunity to like make up what you yeah. want to do because yes. you don't have the script. Yeah. How do you advise people when approaching a partner that feels more invested in that script? You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of our listeners have male partners and maybe want to, you know, ask for something different in bed. And I and I do think that like, you know, toxic masculinity, they it can feel like even just asking undermines that script. Yes. Know? A hundred percent. What do you typically tell people when they have questions like that?
1: Yeah, I think you got to acknowledge that the script exists and sometimes calling attention to it's helpful. Like in the episode that we did, my husband and like three straight friends of his had like our aftermath conversations. My podcast goes like a little bit off the top, which is like the educational bit. And then Dan Savage contributed to that. And then there's a middle interview segment. And at the end, there's like an afterglow, like after sex cigarette in the mouth, like discussion about what all that was said. And so he had it with his friends and it was like interesting because of all of those scripts coming up. And then a friend of his who was a part of that, you know uh, my brother-in-law asked him like I overheard, he was like, Oh, like who are some dudes who like talk about sex online? Cause he was like looking for something up for me. And then he was like, I don't watch dudes talk about sex and then i was like right cuz you're super straight and then he <laughs> caught himself right he was like oh yeah like it's not fucking cool to say that you don't ever consume any education or alternate perspectives that could allow yeah. you to hear something new start something new try something new like i right. think queer people and straight people straight women pride themselves on like i listen to other people. I talk to my friends, like I have a podcast about it. Like I'm listening and I'm gaining experiences so I can be better in bed. I can be more curious and also too more accepting about somebody else's needs because I've heard more things about it in the past. So I feel like calling attention to like, here's a script that's happening that keeps you so limited. And here's some of like the heteronormative dialogue that One, prevents you from being a good lover because a good lover is open, they are free, they are inventive and they evolve. And so I was reflecting on this too because there was like this conversation that these straight guys were having about like the desire to have sex with a new, with a partner who has limited experience, the whole body count thing. Mm
2: -hmm. And they're
1: like, you want a partner with limited experience because then when you try something, when you do that thing on them, they respond like, wow, I've never had that before. And I'm like, yeah, that's because you only have fucking three
2: moves. (laughs) You need a partner who has
1: no experience. If you had more moves, if you had a larger arsenal of tools and things that you would say yes to, you wouldn't feel the need to limit your partner's, you know, sexual quantities in order to be a quality partner. So it's like, I think if you kind of explain it that way, they're like, oh, like now they start to police their own scripts.
2: Yeah. Yeah yeah and there's also the 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 twisted the twist the the that script flipped which is if you're with someone super experienced they might do something to you that you're like wow he's out like (laughs) like, and that should be exciting it's okay for like the masculine whatever person to not have to be the like hey here's something like pleasure can be directed in the opposite direction as well yeah which like Uh, yeah that's why it's fun to have sex with someone who's had sex with a lot of other people i think it's so it's so i've been seeing a lot of this on tiktok like
0: these guys podcasts that are like the alpha male this
2: and the alpha male that and you want a woman that i i didn't even know that these drawing the lines like in when you're posing together in a picture and they draw the lines have you ever seen this no alpha what is that stuff? no oh my gosh it's so stupid alex is not in his head because he's seen it i've been on the internet you too get- much Alex, what tiktok are you on <laughs> 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 it's this it's this trend where they'll they'll show a picture of somebody right and so let's say the girl is like standing like this and the guy is like leaning towards her through the like center axis of the body they'll draw these lines and if the woman's line is not leaning towards the man's straight line then it's like gay or it's beta or like it's whatever so like if a guy is like leaning on his girlfriend like this (laughs) then he's a beta what if they're like standing (gasps) on a hill then they both gotta be straight up they gotta be parallel (laughs) That's, that's it's really fucked. Fucked. that's so it's very fucked. Wild. think about
1: how fucking oppressive that is, right? No. For the dude you can't even lean your head in. Right. And, like that's what you can't do? <laughs> God damn.
2: I, know, I think imagine this you can't even do this. Imagine a finger in the butt. Like <laughs> <laughs> You
1: can't even rest, rest your neck without all of your existence being debated.
0: <laughs> I think a lot of it is in direct opposition to this new openness that we have around sex. Yes. I think it's like a it's like a pushing back against it because <laughs> it's so terrifying to them. I feel like you said something about like the after talk, which I thought was really good. I find that after sex is a time where I might, if something's going on with a partner that is new and I liked it and maybe we didn't indulge in it that much, but I might say after sex, like, oh, I really enjoyed this part that was new. Could we do more of that? So it's like a positive praise thing yeah, as opposed to like a, you're not providing me with something and kind of like breadcrumb them in. I don't know if that's like <laughs> it's a- not, yeah. you didn't mean
2: breadcrumbing, but <laughs> I- <laughs> yes, I did. I mean, breadcrumbing. I don't know what other it's meaning taken that has. on some it's taken on another like dating connotation
0: oh in like a like a grooming like, way
2: no 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 not in like a just like in a you know there's like ghosting orbiting breadcrumbing. crumbing oh the, yeah. okay. you are okay. up on the turns. I know Kate is
0: like really yes <laughs> you <laughs> I have just a long drive much
2: time on the internet yeah <laughs> <It's> just-
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're really on it today
1: <laughs> yeah there's so many of those there's hardballing there's benching hardballing yeah, there's- oh, sounds
2: benching yeah really uncomfortable what's yeah. What is hardballing?
1: Yeah. So it's it's this new trend, which I'm like trying to decide if it's a good thing or not, but in essence, because of the pandemic, people got really clear about what they want. Mm. So they're coming into new connections and being like, this is what I want. This is what it's going to be. Here's who I'm looking for. So they're approaching like dating, like very like intentionally, which I'm like, that's cool. But I always find it very weird to set intentions for an interaction that you have no information about yeah you yeah i mean like how how am i going to come into a date and be like i'm looking for a boyfriend and it's like i don't even know what this person's last name is like yeah. right their allergies <laughs> are like, there's right. so much we have to figure out before i'm like let's just be clear that we're on the same path This is like i just right. got it here. does seem
2: like there's a fine line between being on the same page and being on the same like being in agreement about what this is <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah like if you're if you're only looking for casual sex then maybe that should be mentioned if the other person is like right, exactly. i want i i am looking for something but also you know you might have the best night of your life and then head in in opposite directions right like, exactly yeah, if yeah, you kind of like, let that, that a happen different
1: term than hardballing it should be like i don't know parallel balling you know <laughs> <Parallel> we're both <laughs> t-balling <laughs> We're both going this way, but you want to hit with somebody else. That's okay. I have my own T-ball. Like, I don't know what it is, but hardballing Similar just kind of sounds that. like I'm walking in and I'm like, this is the game yeah. we're playing. Are you down or not? It sounds, yeah. like and,
2: an, it sounds like an interview.
1: But it is wonderful to be clear about your intentions. Like you said, yes. Kate, like it's, it's a right. good thing to be like, yeah, I know who I am. I know what I want eventually. And I know why I'm engaging in this activity of meeting random new people
0: right right it's sort of like this thing where i think with bound, like kind of it's almost like around boundary setting it's like a first time boundary setter where it's like mm-hmm. you know what you want but that that doesn't mean that you have to adhere to like a really strict set of rules and not engage with people who aren't looking for the same thing like you're you're allowed to have casual sex while you look for your wife or your partner or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. um okay Give us before we go to Kate. I really because I know that the listeners are going to want more of this tapping, orbiting, oh, yeah, rhythm. What's one or two more? There's surprise. Oh, <laughs> yes. it's like random. That's yeah,
1: it's balling. random. That's the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my literal worst nightmare. Um, <laughs> then there's sucking, suctioning. Oh, right. Yeah. And then, as we mentioned, there's um, there's something called a, there's layering where it's pumping. Basically, you need a barrier like rubbing up against a barrier, whether it be a pillow oh. or some blankets or let's like keep a, you know, a pair of jeans on. It's oh. about like, the friction against something else. Yeah.
0: Sometimes that's helpful. If it's too slippery while I'm tripping, I'll throw a, a bed sheet in there.
2: Mm, interesting. Yeah. Oh, tell I me like, more. I like the slippery. I love tripping. And um <laughs>
0: I'm really pa- It's something I'm passionate about. And sometimes sometimes you're both really wet. And it's just you can't hit the spot because it's too slippery. So you need friction in there. So mm. a pair of underwear or a sheet can really, really help.
2: That's that's interesting because I feel like the slipperiness is what makes tripping awesome for me. Sometimes when it's I'm really by, slippery. But when I'm by myself, I can't have any slippery. It's all friction when I'm by myself. Interesting. But then in tripping, it's like...
0: I, fi- I find such- <laughs> just for the listener who' get this one? who can't see the for those of you listening and don't have the YouTube um we'll make a gif of that uh Kate just I'm horrified at myself, kind of fruit ninja the air yeah, a little did. bit. I would describe it as fruit ninja <laughs> listener write in which fruit are you slicing through when you trip? Is it a watermelon? Is it a strawberry? <laughs> banana anyway well thank you shan we're gonna go to kate kate did you have gay sex this week
2: <sighs> no no we were apart this week you and i <laughs> we were apart oh yeah this we week. were apart this week chelsea and i and were also you're not apart allowed to have sex <laughs> when you're not when there. i am not in the same in the city room. as you yeah in the room
0: <laughs> as you know i wait till you fall asleep you have to wait till i fall asleep and then you and chelsea are allowed to have sex <laughs>
2: uh okay what story did i want to tell you oh okay shan i'll just give you a quick uh a, a quick refresh on this ongoing saga we had a bunch of people over to our house a uh, bunch of bunch of straight couples and it's a condom a gay guy and there was a condom in the bathroom and i i thought nothing of it and i said to my friend i was like oh I, i'm sorry i forgot to put a uh, trash can in your room so like i'm sure like your boyfriend must have had to like <laughs> run into the hallway and into the bathroom to throw the condom away i apologize and she goes what are you talking about we haven't used condoms in years and i was like so we what we couldn't figure so out i mean that somebody else in a different part of the house all of which were like public spaces or shared spaces <laughs> either had sex in that bathroom or had sex elsewhere and ditched the condom in the bathroom. And so we it was like a who's done it and everyone denied it <laughs> and I and I finally had them all in the same place together including the people who didn't know each other. And so we were all we were all together in in one place together and we finally like talked about you? it as i need to know where this we is were, happening we were at um, several other of them were also turning 30 so we met up when we were up in massachusetts not this past time but the, the last time when my dad had his hip surgery and so we met up in massachusetts to kind of like ha- have birthday cake and have some drinks and so we were all in the same house together and to cost like, each other about our sexual activities and we were so we were like we started everyone we just talked about it openly for the first time amongst us and everyone yet again denied it and then chelsea and i were kind of laughing it was like wouldn't it be funny if you guys like all had an orgy without us and like that was <laughs> like somebody blew it by leaving one condom but in reality just like all our friends were fucking without us <laughs> And so we were all together. They were all denying it. I kept waiting for another condom to show up. It did not happen. However, and I know he's listening. My gay friend who denied it being him left in the course of 36 hours left for not one, but two different booty calls.
0: (laughs) Oh, it had to have been him.
2: And so I think. It's a little tilted
0: in his direction. I agree. Now, the question is whether or not he wore the condom home from (laughs) one of those activities. Because maybe he couldn't find a trash can. Obviously, you can't whip it out on the way home. You're on the L train. You can't pull that shit out.
2: My thing is like, so I've never used a condom. So I don't know. Shan, where do you
0: dispose of the condom that you're carrying around in your back pocket? Well, this is the
2: thing. I mean, this is
1: it's interesting because did you guys hear about that Drake hot sauce
2: yes. story? No. Oh, someone tried to steal his cum, but he had put hot sauce in the condom. Is that right? Bro, what? <laughs> it was what?
1: some kind of... Yeah, so he had a hookup and... Um, <laughs> He threw the condom in the garbage but i guess his doctor this is i don't think it's even a real story but it's <laughs> circulated very fast i think his doctor gave him something to put into the condom to kill all the semen i think he referred to it as a hot sauce so then the girl not knowing this took the condom and tried to pour the contents into her vagina and then it was burning so <laughs> I was gonna say maybe your friend was doing that as like a, you know, semen no um, obviously protection, protection. But he's protection? having sex with men. No,
0: I think semen what? protection. Clearly, <laughs> clearly, oh, shit. clearly, That's Drake
2: is the person who left the condom. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to get as far away as possible. He's like a little semen Santa Claus, like scattering his <laughs> cum <calling from> everywhere <laughs> except where Lesbians his hookups are live in this house. <laughs> They're not gonna want my cum.
0: <laughs> actually yeah, arguably, yeah, we it was. Like,
2: right? <laughs> here's the thing isn't there a thing that exists called spermicidal lube yes so why use the tobacco i don't know
1: skull? if you can put that in a live sample because it's also maybe they're i don't know i'm not know i am that. i am not you know let me just stop <laughs> why don't you right know now? this
2: you're an expert i don't yeah i should figure this out <laughs> it seems very antiquated like it seems like of the sponge era i can't believe that people are stealing sperm
0: yeah. I, yeah. Oh, I, well, I it's understand. million
2: dollar, multi million dollar sperm. <laughs> so... I know,
0: but I don't think there's any amount. I don't think there's any amount of money that would motivate me to have a a child in it, like a stolen, that. I wasn't a
2: that I wasn't a gotcha child, baby. <laughs> a yeah. what child?
0: A gotcha child.
2: Yeah, exactly. Gotcha! Like <laughs> I, I I joked with Chelsea, and these are you know harmless jokes because we both have vaginas but we met our we we've been we have a new niece we've met her twice she's amazing and i have total baby father (laughs) i have total baby fever and uh and i was like you're lucky i don't have a penis which of course is a joke because yes i would love to have a penis and she and she and she she kind of laughed and was like yo you like um she kind of gave me this look and i was like actually what we're lucky is that you don't have a penis because i would be fucking poking holes in that condom and stealing <laughs> it out of the tra- like i would do a total drake on her and just get pregnant as fast and as soon as i could an anti-drake an anti well right i would do drake's hookup method and steal to come unreal yeah well this. you guys have these conversations like would you carry kate um, that's a good question. There was a time when I, when it seemed like I would because, um, Chelsea's claustrophobic and there are interesting ways that that reveals itself. Like she would never get a tattoo huh. because that triggers her feeling claustrophobic, which I think huh. is very interesting. Oh, interesting. Um, and I guess she, she felt that way for a time about pregnancy, but as I've become more masculine over time it has kind of leaned in like a her direction maybe. Yeah. But also I think, yeah, I just, I'm not really sure what path we would take because there was also a friend of ours who was like, oh, well you you can like use my semen and then it seemed like that was maybe too complicated of an option. So, and I don't want to use somebody that I don't know at all. What about your brother? Nah, it seems weird to me. Okay. And also then I, then I really couldn't. I would love a brother to steal some <laughs> sperm from.
0: I would absolutely <laughs>
2: anti-Drake my own brother. Okay, here's... We've gotten into two arguments. Well, so the, then the other option, of course, is adoption, which which yeah. we would be interested in. But Chelsea, being in the reproductive justice field, has some very strong and valid feelings about... You know, she rightfully feels that there are kids who have been taken from their parents. I, yes, yes. Wrongfully so. Yeah. Um, so then if you're doing it the other way it just costs so much fucking money (laughs) like yeah um and so we just yeah i want a baby but i don't know how to get one and so (laughs) we got in two arguments one i said if you immaculately we were younger and i was like if you immaculately conceived we're like i got you pregnant she goes oh i'd get an abortion (laughs) (laughs) and i got so (laughs) mad i've
0: had this (laughs) argument with an ex before (laughs) and i was like you're fucking insane <laughs> of course i would have an abortion on our hypothetical baby no but but the
2: hypothetical baby wasn't like it, it really
1: it's a miracle baby <laughs>
2: <laughs> what it's a miracle baby exactly and it would no. just it would do so much for the community in, in the hypothetical world <laughs> It would do so much for the community. No, would it? Yes, it would. Or
0: would people be like, this is the devil's baby?
2: (laughs) Jen, you know straight people. How would they react to this?
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I definitely can see an argument for both.
2: (laughs) I don't think people are going to be like well jesus loves the gays i guess i like, think they're not it gonna might. out and say that i think it might well so that was a, that was one argument we had and then the other argument we had i think i'm wrong in both of these but she was like let's do the your brother my egg thing yeah and i was like i'm a big no, fan of that i don't want to and she was like why and i was like it's weird and she's like it's not weird and i was like well it's not your brother and i was like fine how about your dad gives me some of his sperm only and half. then she freaked out but that's only <laughs> half I know I I would do the brother (laughs) thing and I I personally I I I know I'm wrong in both of these I'm just trying to get some glory out of it I
0: get where you were going
1: I get where you were going
0: (laughs) I'd like to normalize it because I want people to feel like they have all the options I don't I don't want people to feel I feel like there are people out there that think it's weird like oh it's but it is the closest thing to your genetic makeup and the genotypes are your genetic makeup So as opposed to the phenotypes or whatever, but I would love to both carry personally and watch my wife carry, because I think that's like Mm. the most lesbian thing that you can do. Like you can, you, this is the one kind of magical superpower that we have is we can be both be pregnant yeah. and w- be the mommy and the daddy or whatever yeah. you know it's antiquated so then you can but- have milk fights yeah exactly that's what I want to do I want to have <laughs> I want to have uh, water gun fights out in the yard and be like this is beautiful gay love these are our miracle babies don't you love them Jesus wants us to have this milk fight
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh I do think I think oh fuck what was I going to say I just blanked we are we are on a tirade Shan's actually
0: pregnant <laughs>
1: Yeah, this is this is a very phenomenal conversation, and it is true. I never thought about that way. That is like the superpower.
0: We are like we are being toxically masculine. You are literally (laughs) over there making a miracle inside of you, breed like growing life. And we're like, if I had a kid, I would have a milk
2: fight. (laughs) My brother's sperm, gross. We okay, like wait. Totally- here's, what, here's what I was gonna say. That I I am so. This is such a bizarre dysphoria moment. But I was like, well, you know, maybe if I had an identical twin, I would use his sperm. <laughs> In my not mind. that
1: I have to convince you because it's your choice. But I am also <laughs> with Ashley. I'm very pro using your brother's
0: sperm.
2: Okay, interesting. Have we convinced you? No. Okay. <laughs> if you
0: use your brother's sperm he can be like don't you fucking dare yeah. don't you fucking dare leave i am not helping <laughs> you have someone else in the family
2: being like don't you fucking leave <laughs> well that's where doing the expensive uh, uh, the expensive adoption i'm like financially i'm financially and i already spent 20 grand on this baby S- sunk cost fallacy you can always <laughs> walk away the spunk cost fallacy. S- sunk cost. No, I know, but oh. if, I, if I use my brother's sperm, it's the spunk <laughs> cost. The spunk
0: cost fallacy. <laughs> well, Shan, we, we totally monopolized the pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> I did want to ask you some questions about pregnancy and sex because it's something that I just don't know much about, but I guess we're going to have to have you back because we've kept you for an hour <laughs> listening to us talk about our our the sperm we wish we had. <laughs> 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 um but where can people find you because you're so knowledgeable and you've got lots of stuff you've got books you've got your podcast where can people find you and yeah that's more? all i care
1: about my podcast this this is the shit guys this is the joy this is the the, the platform that i think is just providing the best opportunities for great conversations today being one of them So thank you so much for having me uh, oh, my course. podcast it's is called on. lovers and friends it's a topical podcast so it's so opposite from yours. Like it's not a conversation at all. Like, this is what we're talking about. And if you stray, you will be asked to leave. So I'm like really particular about like the topic this week is, um, it's a topical mm-hmm. podcast. So you can just go and browse the titles and see we will which never be on it. your fancy. <laughs> no, if we can find a topic together, this is really how it works. Like it's, I have a guest and then you come up with a specific topic. You're like, I care about this right now. So oh, you are like, cool i nice. like a penis, which would be a great topic. We've all <laughs> gone through penis envy, I'm sure. So, yeah. hey, I think I want a penis would be the title of the episode. And then we would just build an entire episode around that concept.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Well, that's awesome. And and lovers what are your and friends? What, yeah, lovers and friends. And what are your handles for people?
1: Uh, it's Shan Booty Booty with a D to play off my last name, not my anatomy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hashtag flat <ass. laughs> I feel that one as a tall white bitch. Um, <laughs> a big old thank you to the uh, patrons out there who get bonus episodes of this podcast a few times a month. They get comps to my show. They get the uncut episodes. Those can be as much as 45 minutes longer sometimes. So if you want that extra content, patreon.com slash Also, it just helps. I know people have this impression that ads are what fund these things, and they do. The ads are helpful. But they are nothing compared to the power of our Patreon. Patreon really keeps this thing running. Um, The ads are are really just supplemental. So patreon.com slash WHGS. Please check it out. It helps so much. And let's do a little gay thought. And today I asked the folks on the Discord for their gay thoughts. So let's put a little chimes in here. Some soothing sounds of the wind and nature or something, Alex, for these gay thoughts. And our Discord is super cool. Um, You can find the link to it on my website or in my bio link on any social media that I'm on. It's a great community. It's over 4,000 people in there, queer, like-minded folks supporting each other. It's really nice. So go check it out. And here are your gay thoughts today. All thoughts from us are gay. Forearms. Elena Joy's hands. Is my dog going to develop unhealthy attachment issues? from all the stepmoms that are coming and going from his life. I can't tell if the duolingo flirting level is so bad because it's poorly designed or because straight people are really that bad at flirting. Timothy Chalamet stealing Shane from the L words vibe is probably why people think he's hot. Am I organically living out gay stereotypes because I'm gay? Or do I gravitate to known stereotypes to be a part of the community? When my girlfriend and I are out, we play a game of who at the party we would each have sex with. The straights could never. All right, guys, I think those are it for today. Um, Thanks for listening. I I appreciate you all so much. You're the best. Have a great week.
1: Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket?